I'm, I'm pretty excited. So Dan, Dan asked me to Dan asked me to be on Clockwise tomorrow, but I can't be on Clockwise. And do you do you know why? No, why? Because I'm getting gigabit Ethernet or gigabit Wi-Fi tomorrow, whatever you call it. Internet. I'm getting I'm getting faster internet tomorrow. I, if there's a test on what you're getting in order to get it, you are in big trouble because you barely know. Because <laughs> I failed <laughs> repeatedly. But uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. And it's uh, you were talking about it in the old rebound slack. And it looks like mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not even all that pricey, although it suddenly got way more expensive when you added in like, when I had phone. to add in phone lines, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, we should not we should not have phone lines, but we do have phone lines. We have not only yeah. do we have phone, we have two phone lines, which is even more bananas. But uh, yeah, so it's like one hundred and forty five a month with two phone lines. But it's but it's like sixty five a month just for the Internet before before taxes and everything. Which, yeah. You know, is is a substantial <laughs> increase when you add the taxes in. And is it it's, is it specifically Wi-Fi or is it internet that you can then make available wirelessly? It is. It, they are bringing. They are also giving me a Wi-Fi router as part of the, as part of the deal. I forget which one it is. Oh, I see. It's it's a name that I was not really particularly familiar with. And you can use it, or you can use your own. So I'm going to try to have them install it in this most central part of the house um because when we moved in the first time i was stupid and i had the uh i had the the cable go into the attic where my office is (laughs) right and i record podcasts from the basement i didn't originally plan on doing that but uh the neighbor noise is so bad i mean there we have we have neighbors who are addicted to lawn care if it's rich robust juicy wi-fi it shouldn't matter right in theory it should be excellent yes true um, but you know, my airport base station being what it is, it's not the oh best. God. So I did not um, realize you were still using, I, I I'm still using I it. Say. Yeah. yeah. Still using. And you know, and I'm, I was going to get mesh and then I just say, well, I'm going to get, I'll get this thing and see how it is. And then decide if I need to get mesh. Cause your that. feeling is if it goes really well, don't mesh with success. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That, that is that is literally my feeling yes an exercise for the listener is you can go back and hear the excitement of my voice when i realized i could get there and listen to how i would do anything to make sure i could say <laughs> don't match with success. <laughs> so uh yeah we'll we'll, uh, we'll see how, like if i even if i'm able to record next week um and if it's just like the best experience ever so I think either way it's going to be one or the other. It's either either I'm not going to be able to record next week for some unforeseen reason. Like it's not going to work. You know, I mean, I, I always, always expect the worst. I appreciate that you don't have any potential outcome where you think there's a chance that it could work, but still not be great. <laughs> well, I could have Dan's problem, right? I mean, I could have like the problem where he just, Which he just one? gets cut off. Well, the, not the current one where he's talking to somebody on the radio, um, but the one where he just some, sometimes just gets cut off. <laughs> Yeah. He just drops packets all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I will say I, I like my internet. It's fast ish. You know, it's not gigabit level. I don't think, but you know, I get around 400 down and around 40 up and I, you know, I am sometimes on zooms while other people in my house are also on zooms and that works. And you know, it's, that's all I really want. (laughs) If that happens, I'm good. There was a while where I was paying and this is related slightly, but I was paying for the fancier netflix where up to three people could stream at once because we were running mm-hmm. into occasional conflicts and mm-hmm. then i noted that with all the streaming services we have that almost never happens now so i downgraded to the two yeah <laughs> uh, but even if like if two kids are streaming two different shows and then we're watching something ourselves with a third kid that all oh, that works and that's that's all i really want that's all i can ask for john yeah 
I have low goals. Yeah, I, I ran into I ran into that Netflix restriction the first time like a few weeks ago. I was like, <laughs> Karen was <laughs> Karen was watching something on her iPad, I think, and Hank was watching something in his room. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll, I guess everybody else is doing something. I guess I'll watch something. <laughs> the first thing, of course, they do is go to Netflix, and it's like you can't watch anything because two other people in your household are watching things. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll watch something on some other service. I guess I'll go find a Marvel movie on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'll watch. Right, I'll watch another. Watch a Marvel movie for the tenth time. <laughs> I don't remember what I want, what I ended up watching, but I did like. I, but I, I at any given point, I'm usually in the middle of things on various different services anyway. So it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Oh, and actually I know what it was. I wanted to watch some Star Trek episode and I don't even remember which one it was. And I went to Netflix to watch it and I couldn't, but it's also on prime. So Star Trek is all. I, I always appreciate when a show is available on multiple services. <laughs> it's there's something, there's something that feels very special about it. Much. You know what else feels special, John? <laughs> We're going to go there already. When Dan Morin appears. What's Hi, that? Dan. Oh, Dan. I thought we were going to do an ad read. No, Dan is what feels special. Hi, Dan. Okay. Well, that's I good. can't say that. Oh, now I can talk because I started the record, but <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything because I wasn't recording, and then that would have been terrible. Yeah, mm. we don't want to lose any of those gems. Don't worry, we only have a bootleg <laughs> track going, Dan. Oh, thank God. I wouldn't want our listeners to be deprived, especially the paying <laughs> rebounds of Prime subscribers. They're, exactly. They're who we do yeah. this for. <laughs> Which you can become one of by going to prime.reboundcast.com, right? In fact, I think I'll do that right now. And if you want to buy shirts, we, we sell those too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Reboundcast.com slash shirts. Is this show basically one big shill now? Is that what it is? Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been talking about we've been talking about my internet for, for five oh, minutes God. before you got on. So well, every time we finish an episode, Molt says we didn't talk about shirts. So I just wanted to make sure we got that out there and now we did. I feel better now. <laughs> okay. We didn't talk about my internet and how terrible it is. Yeah, we also talked about that. Thank God. Now, I saw Dan that you tweeted out to Eero and that they were like right to our support team. Has have you gotten anywhere there? I did. I talked to them and I, you know, they were actually fairly helpful. I think the question is, I don't know what's going on and I'm not sure they know what's going Technically, on. Technically, that's not a question. <laughs> no, the question is what the fuck is going on, but I decided to tone it down. I swapped the units I had, like made one, the, you know, made the remote one, the new gateway, and it felt yeah. like that helped for a while. And then this morning, it really totally shit the bed while I was on a Skype call. And I disconnected the remote one from the network because I'm like, well, so the remote one is, as I think I've covered before, our new house is across the street from our apartment and mm -hmm. the remote one is in the house and it's pretty far away and so I'm like all right maybe it's struggling trying to balance the network between these two heroes that are just at the edge of like their range and then i disconnected it this morning and then i did a show with john and i lost internet for several <laughs> seconds so i don't feel great about it is what i'm saying <laughs> still running into problems with like packet drops just to the router and i don't understand why that's happening and now it's on a different unit so i think Either something else on my network is like interfering with the traffic or Eero's software is fucked in some way. Mm. <laughs> Those seem like the options to me. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I like, you know, and, and several people chimed in on, on the rebound slack about this. I feel like I'm advertising the rebound slack today. It's the second time it's come up, but it, um, just, uh, write to Dan or Moulton and hook you up. But so the, uh, <laughs> I, I've had only good experiences with the Eero and, uh, when I wanted to get more internet further out, I got one more, and then that just worked too. So I, I bet there is something to the extended distance being a challenge. I don't know why, but I bet that right. Is. But I, I removed it, and it's still a problem. So that doesn't really explain it to me. Yeah, I mean, right, that's the right. question: is like if there's just essentially now one router that's like a foot away from my iMac, 
And that was the iMac losing a connection. <laughs> it's really close to the router. Maybe it's too close. I don't know. But I, it does it does make me miss my Airport Extreme. I'm very sad that the Airport Extreme has been discontinued. <laughs> you can have Moltes. <laughs> you can, right? <laughs> Not there yet. Tomorrow. All right. Ship it out here. Yeah. I don't know. I wish. I, you know, I, I wanted to really love the Euro, and I, I had several months of what felt like pretty you know, reliable service, and which is one reason that I was wondering if, like, they change something in the software that has caused problems or either that, or again, there has to be maybe a rogue device somewhere in the network. That's just doing something it doesn't like, and it's interfering with stuff, but I have no idea what I really don't know. So I don't know. I'll give it a day or so after, you know, disconnecting the remote one and see if that fixes things at all. But it's making it hard for me to do my job. And that is really irritating. <laughs> yeah. See how that would be the case. That sucks. <laughs> I, 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 and I think we've talked about this before. I hate bad internet. Like when the internet doesn't work when it's supposed to, it's, I find it so frustrating. I, we've complained on this show many times about Siri and uh, my kids have now taken to finding it quite delightful when I get very angry at Siri. Cause if I'm like asking Siri and the other one that annoys me all the time, you know, is, is uh, trying to trigger Siri with its, its call phrase when sometimes mm-hmm. it works perfectly and sometimes it doesn't, but like when that doesn't work properly <laughs> or when it's like, I'm working on it. Give me another sec. Now, uh, my daughter Sierra and calling her will also sometimes trigger. But my daughter Sierra will say, "No, you're not. You're not working on it. It's not going to work." Because anytime it says, "Give me another <laughs> second," it never pans out for me, <laughs> and that makes me furious. So, like when the internet isn't there at all, it makes me even more furious. Maybe this is a. a, a th- I think this is a question probably above our pay grades. But like, why is it that it makes us so angry when like the thing, like it's an amazing technological marvel. It's a device that talks back to you and understands you only sometimes, and that fact will make you so angry. Yeah, yeah. It's like like I, to me it's because it's supposed to make me faster and when it doesn't work i could have done it faster by mm. using my device in a different way but like right. it's it's made the whole thing it's it's not just not what it's supposed to do, it's made it worse <laughs> it is worse than the problem it's meant to be improving yeah that's the, what gets me so the furious. bad internet is a thing too where it's like if somebody you know like 50 years ago come to you like i'm gonna give you this amazing tool it will allow you to communicate with people instantaneously around the world you'll be able to talk to them in video you'll be able to talk to them in audio you'll be able to do all this amazing stuff watch movies play first games. question can i get porn with it <laughs> next question can i connect with my other nazi friends? next question no but the but the downside to it is every once in a while it just won't work very well and you're like that sounds fine right like what's yeah, the big right. deal exactly yeah yeah <laughs> and yet now it's like what the fuck this is the worst one i understand your point and i understand your you know you're, you're taking all of us to task on this and you're not wrong but it's the same with electricity right like electricity is amazing but when the power goes out it sucks <laughs> And it will always suck. But yeah, you're right. It's still magic all the times it does work. But I don't know. We take it for granted. Yeah, we do. And and it's just what's frustrating to me as someone who spent a long time working in like, you know, technology and stuff is like, why can't I fix this? Like what is going? It should be behaving in these predictable ways. Why is it doing this thing that seems totally random and unpredictable? And it's funny because you're almost you're kind of referencing a thing that I loathe in providing tech support to mm. folks who feel like they're battling with their computers right there's some folks who just get it and like i'll experiment and they, they can figure it out and there's some folks who are always at war with their electronic devices yep. right yep. and those <laughs> folks always come to me and be like i have no like like they're coming to it where, where they believe that it's chaos like that there is no sane or yes, rational explanation exactly. and i hate that it's like well I, it did work and now it doesn't work nothing changed well clearly something changed let's figure it out like, and I'm not saying that you are doing that with these zeros. You have, you clearly have a real Wi-Fi kerfuffle going over there, and I don't know what it is. But like, when people come in, like, I don't know why suddenly the printer won't show up. Like, is the printer on? No. 
the corollary to that the corollary to that is i definitely have people who like we i think we all know people with like the em field problem where it's like stuff around them seems to act in ways that we don't are are just bananas and don't really make sense like i've definitely my best friend from college is total like he is not very techie and stuff will break and i will be like i have literally never seen that happen before like like that should not be breaking that way i don't understand what you and like i always want to be like i don't understand what you've done but i also know at the same time like he's not like fiddling around with a lot of stuff he's just trying to get something to work and it's just like i think he just generates a field it's like some weird field that makes yeah. like bits flip somewhere and it's sure. like just goes chaotic. That'll happen. It does. It does. You'll Anybody who's worked in IT for long <laughs> enough will tell you that is a thing. Those people exist. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. it's, it reminds me of that uh, William H. Macy movie, The Cooler. I think Alec Baldwin's in that too. Do you guys know that movie? That is a bizarre movie. I do not. William H. Macy. And this it. is a real thing, apparently, <laughs> that exists in Vegas. William H. Macy is hired by casinos as a cooler. If somebody is too lucky, they have him go stand near oh, them or yeah. play at the same table to give them bad luck. And in this case, there's like a, a bit of a supernatural element. Like he does bring bad luck to players. And then he falls in love, so he becomes good luck. And <laughs> like that's, oh. that's what the movie is about. Is that how that like, no, he's not cooling anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't know, John. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know what's always good luck, though? <laughs> <laughs> man what's, what's always good luck is 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 indochino i don't have any other way to explain it the episode this episode of the rebound the episode and this episode are brought to you by indochino uh it says here i should share a story of a time i felt confident with a look i put together listen barney stinson the character played by neil patrick harris on how i met your mother once sang a song that said nothing suits me like a suit because he was often wearing a suit and uh, I will say, uh, when I wear an Indochino suit made to fit my exact measurements, I know that I look good. You can't mess it up because it's designed to fit you. I have my, my second daughter's bat mitzvah coming up, and I was asking her, do I need to get a third custom Indochino <laughs> suit? Do I need another lapel? And she's like, no, no, we're good. You just need to get uh, a shirt, uh, the shirt that's the right color, I believe the pink, uh, to match with my suit, which is totally great. But when you look great, it's it, it can bring out something special in you. And with Indochino, creating your best look yet could be more affordable than you think. And hey, maybe it's been a while since the last time you had an excuse to dress up, but whenever that next chance is, make the absolute most of it with Indochino. Both Dan and I have done the Indochino experience. He did it in the showroom. I did it entirely online where I was taking my own measurements by following instructions on their website. I got my custom lapel, my custom jacket liner, the whole thing. It's exactly, it's made to measure. It's what it is. They offer completely custom fitted shirts, suits, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Choose everything about your suit from the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part, Indochino's suits start at just $399 with all customizations included. Shop for your next best look or book a virtual style consultation at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using the code REBOUND at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com, I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code REBOUND. You can also try the promo code. It's been a while. It doesn't work, though. Our thanks to Indochino for their support (laughs) of the REBOUND. You can try it. It doesn't currently work. Have we gotten this far into the, sh- into the show without discussing WWDC? We have. We have not discussed yeah. WWDC. This is the first mention, first oh, mention wow. of WWDC yeah. well, how in do this we, episode uh, of how this do we, show. How do we blow 15 minutes in a show without <laughs> talking about know. technology? We, we complained about things. We That's don't talk right. about important things until you come down. Okay. That's well, right. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but it's happening. It's next week. What right. the heck you say? I, yeah. I say. I say indeed. You guys have any, uh, any predictions? You got any? You want to roll, roll some dice? <laughs> 
<laughs> no. I think they're going to do colorful uh, IMAX. That's my prediction. Mm. Colorful IMAX. Lex closely follows technology now, we all know. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, As does John. MacBooks Pro. John Maltz also closely follows. MacBooks Pro. Okay. MacBooks to more than one, you think? Mm. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll say yes. <laughs> Ooh, all right, bold choice, bold choice. The rumors, some of the rumors seem to have coalesced around the 14-inch showing up, but I haven't heard yeah. as much about the uh, a larger one. They're, they're going to make a big deal about how much how much developers make from the App Store. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've even made John Moult a little cynical about Apple, which I think is fun. I think that adds a fun new dynamic to this show. Well, you know, after you know almost 30 years following the company, it, it was bound to happen eventually. You decided to flip that switch and just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm out yeah. on Apple now. Actually, I, guess it's, it's more, I guess it's more than 30 years, yeah. It's too long, John. It's, we yeah. can all agree. I, I, <laughs> it has been a while. <laughs> Man. The show is merely a parody of itself. It has not been a while since you've said it's been a while. <laughs> also true. Hasn't been long enough. I want to see some iPad fixes. That's what I want to see next week. I want to see an iPad oh, yeah, OS I update. I, get I guess that is the the big thing, right? I mean, it seems like the oh, iPad OS is probably due for a, a fairly large overhaul. Yeah, it seems like it. And yet I feel like it's one of those perpetual things where every year we're like, iPad this year, they're going to nail it. And then it's like, <laughs> nope, I'm not saying they're going to nail it. <laughs> but I, am I saying think you guys, gonna, but we've had years try. where they're just like, we're not even going to fucking bother. I'm this saying they're going to the try a few of Linux on the iPad is my mm, prediction. Yeah. Actually, not that is something I have heard bandied around, which would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> there is some talk about uh, Apple potentially allowing virtualization for developers and people doing that kind of stuff on the iPad and potentially being able to run Linux or, you know, like a dock container or so a, when I hear a VM. That, what it makes me think is because I'm trying to think of what are the, the key features in the new version of iOS, because obviously there will be new versions of iOS, not, not just iPad OS, but uh, like, will there be a diet uh, X code for iPad? That's that's my mm, that's my that's, bold prediction. That's mm. a good one. Diet yeah. X code for iPad. I think there's a lot of questions around like it can't be in, a pro device unless you can also code. Well, that's so. I mean, that's or do any other things yeah. that are pro? Wait, wait, like, but 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 does a diet one get you anything? I mean, does a diet one like what? what I'm not sure what a diet. I X can't code imagine would be. you could make Mac apps on it. That's it just it feels weird to me that you'd make Mac apps. Oh, on I it. see. So, so maybe you can only make iOS apps. I don't know. Okay. Did we lose Dan? Guess so. Oh, it shows that he is so, talking so, now, so, but so, we can't hear him. That's totally that's, yeah. Well, that is that is his signature internet problem. <laughs> so this is a this is a good case study right right here we, we can we can display to the uh should the i stop pinging his hero over and over again do you think do you think i think maybe you should do that helping or hurting <laughs> so angry right now oh there he is so angry he is. i know and then, just, I, and then he just I, comes back no he i was talk. here for a while i can't yeah no. I, I will start no, talking I, yeah, and I then the audio will go and then the zoom call dropped and then it came back and I shouted something really loudly and then realized Zoom was on mute and <laughs> turned it off and shouted somewhat less loudly. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't hear the, sh- the really loud shout thing. I swore very angrily. Mm. And yeah, it always seems to happen about like 10, 15 minutes into a Zoom call too, which seems extra weird. Yeah. <laughs> Just to throw in another random fucking occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyway, so my prediction is maybe a light Xcode in the new ios it's funny i was literally i swear to you and this is so embarrassing this is to to support dan mocking us for not knowing about apple news i had to check are we on ios 14 right now i thought we were we (laughs) but so i can imagine ios 15 has some kind of x code and i don't know i need some other hot feature prediction i think a a significant overhaul 
to messages because they did a messages update mm-hmm. last time mm-hmm. that people really liked. And I think we're going to see more. I think we're going to get like unlimited emoji reaction options. React with any emoji to a text. That's, I, that's I've heard that as a uh, as a possibility as well. I literally uh, made that up I, because I do it all the time in Instagram I DMs it's, and I do it all the time on Slack. It's totally fine. I think we've talked about it before in the past and how much we would like to see that. I'm not sure yeah, if it's going to yeah, happen or not, yeah. but I agree. It would be a great feature. I, I think it would. I think messages, yeah, last year's messages were a little underwhelming. I yeah. think they added like the threading and they added the pinned messages. And it's like, that's fine. I guess I sort of use those, but the threading is awkward. And the notifications, which you use once a week to tell Moltz that he's ready to post the uh, show notes. Yep. Also. That's basically what I use it for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get the most out of all these features is all I'm saying. I, I would really like to see them take on mail uh, and improve it. <laughs> as, as aha say. <laughs> that's more of a hey no i don't know oh man i think i think <laughs> i don't know okay i'm give up i quit he's giving up he's giving up on this i've, li- I've Again, lost the will it's not you guys i've just lost the will to live <laughs> oh no that's very dark <laughs> dan uh, was saying that we took outages in internet too seriously <laughs> i don't know I, no i i think we all do i think I i'm just frustrated because i can't even get through an episode without something going wrong and it just makes me want to put my head down and go to take a nap even if you were connected the entire time something would go wrong but no i i, I so you want a mail overhaul because mail on ios or mac os or both i kind i would like to see something on both because right now the mail on it's funny because mail on mac os it's got underpinnings that date back to i think even prior to mac os 10 like i think it's stuff from like right, i was gonna say mac os 9 <laughs> no i think it's actually from like next step like it, i think because it's the stuff they got when they bought next and it's not it's fine and it, it has some features that the ios ipad os version do, do not have which is why i want to kind of see an across the board thing where it's like some equilibrium like where you get the same features at all of them and also you add some new features because people have been like building better email clients for a while now and mail still kind of (laughs) sucks and i use it every day because i have to because i haven't found a good replacement that i like as much and because it is still built into the os uh, but i i don't love it and i feel like there are things that would make my life better yeah (laughs) i i don't use mail on the mac and i wish i could like reliable internet i i (laughs) I wish that that the the mail app on the Mac was like worked for me, and it just I never uh, haven't been able to make that do that for a long time. Have you guys seen um somebody? I think I heard Mike and Jason talking about an upgrade, but Big Mail is a I think it's supposed to come out next week, but it's essentially like a it basically feels like somebody tried to just make a very uh, Apple like mail client, but a better one, mm. and so it has a lot of the features that you see from like you know some of the other clients, you know some of the stuff Hey was trying to do, some of the stuff that um. What was it? What was the old one? Inbox? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a mailbox. Right. I think mailbox by Dropbox. Yeah. So it my fun story like... about that app really quick is that that app came out and they were like they were the first ones to do like swiping to handle messages and snoozing and things like they were the first ones to do it in a big way in iOS and I was still at MacWorld at the time so it was a long time ago and I did an interview with the CEO and I was like so what's what's the plan like how are you making money you're giving away the app for free you're not doing anything like is your plan to just get bought and they're like no we have no interest in getting acquired and then like two weeks later they got bought by Dropbox he's like we would never sell and then two weeks later I approached Dropbox. and I was like so what do you make of this and he's like yeah I don't know and 
Yeah, and then Dropbox tough. killed Mailbox. So it was yeah, great I stuff. will say yeah, at least yeah, these guys like they have a pricing plan. So it's like yeah. they're going in with like it's a subscription price. You can pay monthly or yearly, and it's fine. It's like all right, fine. You you're at least angling to make money, which makes me feel good about this because <laughs> you're incentivized then, right? As opposed yeah, to like right. we've spent all this money developing amazing software and we're giving it away, and it's like why would you do that? You had to pay the people who built this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they didn't. They did for the exposure. <laughs> they did it for the exposure. Oh, that's right. You know, you can die of exposure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's hoping. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I email is one of those things that you don't like having to deal with, but you can't get away from. Right. So much of our <laughs> our infrastructure is built on it. I feel like that about all of the internet. But yes. <laughs> but specifically, like email is like I don't want to deal with email. But it's like if you have an account anywhere, you use your email address, right? It's like literally linked into almost every account that we use, including LinkedIn. And so I, I'm making, trying to make the jokes before Lex gets them. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, but I, keep I think head, keep your head above water. <laughs> but you know, if if something like this is still so much part of our infrastructure, it feels like you might as well take the time to improve it. But instead, everybody's just like, well, email. You know, it's a lost cause, right? <laughs> that ship is yeah, sailed. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe it wouldn't have to if you just made it better. It's basically become like you know, email for me has become like you know, before I was saying earlier, we have a landline. It's like a landline now. Yeah, I mean, it, exactly. It, 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 yeah. They, they, these things never get improved; they just get replaced by something that's. And, and it's like you have a machine full of messages that you don't give a shit about. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. we never answer the phone. I mean, every once in a while, my mom will call. <laughs> yeah. Right. Every once in a while, my mom emails. <laughs> and yeah. even even now, like my dad has started calling me. My dad has started calling me on my cell phone instead of on the landline. So my my dad, I think he because he just picks up his iPhone and taps you know taps me and get automatically gets my iPhone. And my mom does not do that. She picks up the, she picks up the actual phone and dials. Even the people I call on landlines these days are almost invariably screening their calls on their voicemail. And to me, that's like, well, your system is broken, right? <laughs> like, yeah. If you're just waiting to like somebody to start talking into the ether in your house and be like, oh, I know that person. And then you answer the phone, then fundamentally that system is, is flawed. But yeah, yeah, like John said, it's not going to change. It. It'll just slowly die. It's eventually. Gonna, yeah, exactly. It's going to eventually it's gonna it will slowly go getting replaced by other things. And eventually just people will just normal people will stop using it. I see that happening with email as a form of communication, right? Like people text or DM or Slack or whatever, Facebook message. I don't know. I guess probably someone does that. But like for the infrastructure of, you know, logging into things, we have not really fixed that problem. So it's going <laughs> right. to be tied to your email for a while. I, yeah. the, I will, you know, when Slack first started, they're like, we're going to replace email. Uh, and there are other things that say they're going to Like, I like all the things, but nothing replaces email. There's still some stuff that has to happen in email. And I hear you guys on your email distaste. I think, be, I mean, and you both use it for work, obviously, too. But, like, my work inbox is is my to-do list. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know true. if either of you guys are inbox zeroers or not. Nope. I, nope. I'm at 39 on my work inbox and 51 on my personal box. And I'm trying so hard. And that's very Jeez good Louise. for me. But it's... <laughs> It's it's brutal. Like I get mad. my working box. The way I think about it, this is so. I don't now. I'm just doing therapy with you guys. But my working box. I'm like, there's money in my inbox. I have to get it out. <laughs> the only way to get it out is to answer these emails. And there's just so much. But I really and I know that this puts me in the minority view. Like the, the two places where I'm the most minority view on this show, besides being Jewish, are I prefer Wait a Roku. 
uh, I prefer Gmail's web-based interface. And I've, I, I was never a webmail person. Like when webmail existed, I, I pushed had it like all good people and preferred, you know, real apps. But for managing my, my inbox these days, I, I just use Gmail's web interface and I use two different site-specific browsers, <laughs> one for each my home and one for my work. And like, I don't know. But it's, I agree with you that email sucks, but like it's never going to go away. Email's with us for, I just until scrolled, we die. I just I just scrolled way back in my inbox. <laughs> oh yeah, how far did just, you go? And uh, well, let me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the date or uh, however however many messages I have, but I'll t- I will tell you this that I that I just found a, a notification from the iTunes store that a new episode of The Legend of Korra was available. <laughs> Ooh, I will tell you this at the risk of at the risk of totally incriminating myself, I can easily scroll back all the way in my mail history. And the first message in there is from October 2nd, 2002. Ooh, good. I have yeah, almost I 20 be, years I, at some point, of yeah, messages. I, think I go back to, I go to, tw- I go to 2010 because at some point I did a migration. I can tell I you the dumped, migration. I dumped them all on a, on a I can tell you what happened. Someplace. The reason, the only reason I do not have emails from before that point, and I probably have them somewhere, is that they were in Eudora. That is literally the only reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they right. were still pop? <laughs> yep. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I can find emails from... I'm, I'm back to 08 so far. I'm still trying to figure out exactly when. I just scrolled to the bottom because it's all yeah, in my... I don't do the same thing as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm on Gmail's web interface searching. I also don't file anything, right? Like, it's all... It's literally all in my inbox. The first email in there is a email from uh, a friend of mine who I met in Edinburgh, like, when I was studying there. <laughs> That is the first email in my inbox. <laughs> May 5th, 2008 is when I switched to my current email address. And that's, wow. that's where all my wow. from. Yep. That's how yep. far back it goes. Man, I think oh, it's man. also, I think this may be the beginning of my Mac.com, like like the, uh, you know, iCloud, whatever, you know, was visually, uh, what was it, dot .Mac, I guess, mm-hmm. originally. Yeah. I think that's when my dot .Mac account started. So it goes literally all the way back <laughs> to like when that first debuted. <laughs> That's crazy. Somebody, uh, I, yeah. I heard somebody. I think again, might have been Jason or Mike mentioning that twenty. The iPod is twenty years old this fall, and that was a moment of like, holy shit! Oh yeah, yeah. That the was yeah, that's forget. an interesting. That's an interesting milestone, really. I mean, because Apple's fortunes really changed at that and, point. I mean, obviously I mean, not right away, but yeah, that was the the tipping. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, right? No, obviously not right away. But I mean, the fact the 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 success, the success, the unmitigated success yes. of the iPod. Yeah was a complete change for apple because they had not had a like an unmitigated success for a long time right i mean it, there's a tipping point of like the imac you know the 98 imac following on like jobs coming back followed by mac os 10 like a couple of years later and then I, the ipod came out the same year that mac os 10 was officially released so like and then it was a couple of years after that when it went to Windows that it like the, the landslide really started. But yeah, it totally. I agree, John. Like the iPod was the product that set yeah. them down this path. What's remarkable to yeah. me when I think about the iPod, obviously Apple like did a great thing and that was a big success for them. But like, it feels like it was so beatable back then. <laughs> you know, like nobody <laughs> did. But it feels like yeah. it wasn't the best possible thing. I I don't know, but like the the original iPods had for me the same challenge I had with apple tvs until i think from what i've read some of the more recent ones like maybe the most recent versions where it it did not abstract away enough menus for browsing in mm. ways that i really was never impressed by do you know what i mean at all like the ipod was great yeah. and i'm not taking anything away from it but it was just so yeah. weird <laughs> everything was just like go through layers <laughs> to get your music 
I mean, it made sense at that point. It was a, it had a logic to it in that a way that other MP3 players often did not. I mean, like I remember using my friend's diamond Rio in college and it was like, you can fit eight songs on a memory card. And so it was like swapping albums in and out. And that felt so dumb. That's the big difference. You could, you could take your entire music collection. That made that was a huge change for everybody. I mean, just like I, I don't have to pick. I don't have to sit here and yeah, like, manage exactly. my constantly. What songs? My, yeah, like what yeah. CDs do I need to carry around with me? Which we all. Right. I had that little like you know book like the zip up you know CD <laughs> thing for the car. Yes. Yeah, and then I was I was burning so many CDs to try to get the right random mixes of music mm-hmm. on them because my car mm-hmm. had a, an MP3 CD player, an aftermarket mm-hmm. MP3 CD mm-hmm. player, and then I got the the little sleeve that could attach to your visor in the car yep. Yep. to hold just a few CDs, and then you get sick of all of those CDs because it's always the same, right? I don't right, know, fifty, one hundred random songs. <laughs> yeah, so you I keep still swapping have out. CDs. I still have dreams about like about finding a cassette that is like the perfect mix that i made like you know 20 years ago like like oh my god this one was amazing and i could listen to this all the time but you know that thing never actually existed wow interesting yeah isn't it i think it's also interesting that the ipod is just gone now <laughs> yeah right i mean well that you was know? the context I mean, basically in which it came they up. still sell they still sell the touch, but that's not really an iPod. That was part of the context in which it came up, which is like, what if they released like, you know, like a 20, 20th anniversary iPod with like a high end, you know, digital to analog <laughs> thing for lossless music or something. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I guess they could, but I'm not sure they, they would. I don't think. Yeah, that would be that would be uh, like the the anniversary Mac. What was the 20th it, anniversary? Mac. Right, right. I don't see them doing that. It, it, it feels self-indulgent in a way that apple doesn't right. usually get and and nostalgic right. in a right. way they don't usually get but i will say what what's mind-blowing to me to look back at the ipod is realizing like oh man we had the ipod and then for so long it was before the iphone it's like the iphone came six years later than the than the original ipod <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not that long it was pretty close after right like i mean you know we've had the the iphone for 14 years now twice as long as that gap so yeah. I, I always feel like it was bigger. And, you know, part of it, I think, is because that was like the period where I graduated college and then like started finding a job and you, you feel like there's like a lot of stuff going on in your life right now. It's just day after day. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dan, there's going to be enterprising Brutal. listeners. There's going to be enterprising <laughs> listeners who wonder if you need to talk to a doctor. <laughs> now every day is the same and my hero makes me want to kill myself (laughs) were you guys not in that pandemic (laughs) pandemic? i miss it doesn't ring a bell yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we'll have something to talk about on next week's show i guess uh are there any other predictions for the uh for the old wwdc I, I don't um, really know what they would there's do. There's still there, AirPods. Right? There's still like updated AirPods hanging out there someplace. It's um, not really. A, it doesn't feel like it's a not, WWDC it, no. announcement. It doesn't really. Right. Right. But you know, if they've got if they've got them and they're ready to go, I don't know. What, sure. I I guess the MacBook Pro, as John said, I think a MacBook Pro announcement is most likely. Yeah. And then the real question for me is, I, I just don't really even really know what to expect from the next versions of Mac OS and iOS and iPad OS. I got things I'd love to see, but. It does feel well, some like of it's, some, some of it's catch up, right? I mean, it's, uh, the the home screen needs to be widgets. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I think, and here, here, I will put this prediction down because I think people have been talking about you know widgets on the home screen and app library coming to iPad, and I think both of those things that would be sort of low hanging fruit, and I could see them doing that. Right. But also, part of me wonders if the reason they did not do it last year is because they're going to argue we've come up with a new system that does some similar things, but also like we think the iPad is different enough that like. It needs its own approach. 
So it may be something that incorporates elements of that, but is also them selling it as like, no, but the iPad requires its own. It's not just a version of what we have on the iPhone, right? Like like the iPad, we forked the OS. It's like a separate thing. So we're going to take an approach that is suited particularly to the iPad. Part of me thinks they're going to go with like some sort of argument about that. Yeah. Like it'll have some similar yeah. features, but it will be its own thing. So there you go. That. Prediction. I That's, dig it. Okay. All right. I'll write it down. Uh, <laughs> nothing will change with tvOS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's definitely true. Nothing, watch of, OS? nothing of import. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with watch widgets OS. on your TVOS home screen. Ooh, finally. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what they do with watch OS. That uh, that's another OS where it's like I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know what that needs. I know some things that people would like to see, like developers making watch faces, but I'm not sure they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that, but. But yeah. I don't know what else. I don't know. I mean, they got to update right. this stuff, right? Do? Like, because they got to keep selling watches. <laughs> and that's that's the part where I, I I don't feel bad for Apple, right? Apple's doing just fine. But like, man, oh, man, the, the constant need to always be improving it. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's a, a, a headspace where you're like, can't they just always do mountain lion style releases? Can't they always just be like fixing and fixing and fixing? Oh, yeah. Do we always need new features? Why are we so goddamn hungry? For, and we are. Same problem that Dan was describing before, just a different version of it. Yep. It's never enough, Apple. Keep working. We want more. Yeah, that's all. no, I think that's it. I think that's, that's, and that's tough with the more and more mature those software releases get because it feels like, well, Jesus, what is, what can't it do, right? Already, like, <laughs> uh, the stuff that you might want from it is maybe not stuff that appeals to everyone. I mean, I think the rethinking the multitasking on the iPad is potentially a big deal, but then I sit there and think, how many people multitask on their iPads? Are we the, like, the few I want to. I want them to be able to like. I want to be able to record audio and transmit audio in two separate apps simultaneously. But how many fucking people care about that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, probably not that many. Yeah, except for podcasters. I've been using. I. I mean, I have been using my iPad a lot more for. I don't really want to say professional reasons because of you know (laughs) because what what I do for a living. But like, um, since I got um, Affinity Designer, um, I've found that using the pencil is a much easier way of doing a lot of different kinds of input. A lot of things are really easy on the Mac and the Mac version makes certain functions make, makes working with certain functions in the app a lot easier, but um, for drawing it's, it's so much better to use the pencil than to use the mouse. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, then that's t-shirts. I mean, that's, that's basically what I'm using it for, but it's, but it, but it is like, you know, other than writing, it's like now the first thing that I've been doing that is, you know, mm. for actually making some money with the iPad. Interesting. I, my yeah. cousin's daughter is graduating middle school and they're saying like, oh, she didn't get to go on her, you know, the, the school didn't do their usual trip to DC for eighth grade. Right. Cause of the pandemic. So she's like, well, we're thinking about getting her like a slightly nicer gift then. And they were talking about an iPad cause she does a lot of drawing. And she's like, yeah, we, we saw we could get like an iPad and the pencil. I was like, yeah, you can get like the lowest level iPad now and it supports the pencil, which is yeah. pretty great. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, 330 bucks plus 100 bucks for the pencil. Yeah. And, you know, that's a pretty great drawing solution. And they're like, well, what about these right. apps? Like, there's my cousins who are not super tech savvy. They're like, well, I just worry they won't be able to get their pictures out of it. And what if they don't sign up for iCloud? Can they still store it somewhere? I'm like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> you can easily <laughs> export from all these apps. There's plenty of places to store stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, Karen. I mean, Karen has the as the whatever that's this the iPad, iPad, the mm-hmm. canonical mm-hmm. iPad, um, and um, and a pencil. You know, the Generation One pencil, and she absolutely loves it. Just, yeah, like uses it every single morning to do mindful. It, oh, you have to work at it to love the Generation One. I feel like yeah. what the pencil? Well, she she doesn't. Yeah. I mean, she just she, I have one. 
That's fine. It's great. I have yeah, one too. Yeah. I just find that they're like a little bit annoying. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I the newer one that that magnets on the side does seem yes. much better. Like that's a much better. Yes. Yeah. It's, I yeah. I, I the, mainly what I want out of the WWC iPad experience is to be uh, like. I want something compelling to feel like maybe I want a new iPad because I've got a four-year-old iPad that's the pre the redesign and like I don't know I just don't have a real push to upgrade I'm not yeah there's not a lot out there that makes me feel like oh yeah I need a new iPad so I can do this right and like maybe when I'm traveling more I'll be more compelled to do that but in terms of like getting stuff done on my iPad it's not something I even use that much more anymore because I have the M1 Air. So usually when I'm sitting around and working on something, I'm using the laptop because it, I don't have to worry about, can I do this thing on it? <laughs> so if I watch video mm-hmm. or I, you know, maybe doing the crossword or something like that, I will totally use the iPad, but mm-hmm. most stuff is good. I just use the MacBook. It's, I almost never currently open my laptop and because I, I have the Mac mini where I do my work and stuff. And then if I'm elsewhere in the house, <laughs> the only other place I ever go, it's always the, um, the iPad pro and I do love mm-hmm. it. And it's what I like about it from the mental perspective is like, if I want to work, if I want to something that requires a true computer situation, sorry, Federico, then I go into the office and like, I have to know <laughs> that I'm mentally changing gears, but there's lots of stuff I can get done on the iPad where I can still also be like part of the family and be around or whatever. And I do much more stuff for fun than for work on the iPad, but uh, I not cracking open the laptop, like not having that extra portability for more work opportunities has been great for me. Yeah. Yeah. Bonus uh, episode. <laughs> that's a sad way to go out. Can we come up with something better sad. to go out? <laughs> well, I, for me, it's, I, I know what you mean, but I actually look at it as a joy. Like it's not sad to me. Like it's, I, I like having like the, uh, I like that currently, and I don't know how long it'll last, but that I have the ability to have the discipline to switch. It's good. Before we leave, what I'm going to say is this. Two things. One, next week, WWC is happening. I think we'll probably broadcast live, although we're going to do it on Tuesday, not the day of the keynote. We'll do our usual time, Tuesday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, whatever time that is in stupid West Coast. (laughs) So tune in. And you know what? Let's... uh, Yeah, that's right. I'm being dismissive of the West Coast. Apparently. Uh, (laughs) And uh, I don't know. You guys want to bring back the bingo card? Yeah, of course. Nobody got a bingo last time. Or yeah, at least well, didn't tell us. Yeah. No. Anytime I brought oh, up anything that was yeah. on the bingo card, you accused me of faking it for the bingo card. Well, it's really <laughs> just that I only have seven things to say. That's that's the real problem. But even with it, like even with all those that free pandering, the, nobody got a bingo. So, you know, we should bring well, we'll it back. Rebound, sure. Reboundcast.com slash bingo. Fill out your card for next week's show. If you, Basically, if Rebound does something, go to reboundcast.com slash that thing. Slash that find thing. It. We yeah. aren't that creative. <laughs> right, exactly. And if if you get a bingo and you send us a picture and it's all legit and everything uh, and we're using the honor system, Lex will uh, gift you a free month of Rebound Prime. That's right. So and there you Dan go. Dan will get you a membership to the Rebound Slack if you don't have yeah, one. Somehow. If you're good. Yes, I, don't, I don't know how they do it, but that's, you know. I, we we ran it to our manager. The manager mm-hmm. said it was, I'm, you know, they said it was uh, not, <laughs> gotta, not ideal, go but it'd be okay. Room. I had to go, go in the back, the back room. room and talk to him first. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but the manager said it was okay. He signed off on it. So All right. it's a free month of Rebound Prime. What's it going to take to uh, get you in this podcast today? <laughs> <laughs> Something more engaging, probably. 